Good morning, 637 here on News Radio 92.3. Happy Tuesday. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. We have a special pleasure this morning. Uh, Daryl Eccles, he is the new, not new, <laughs> superintendent for the Gulf Islands National Seashore. Uh, he's actually been in that office for a few minutes, and uh, we just haven't had a chance really to talk to him very much. Uh, superintendent Eccles, welcome to the Pensacola Morning News for the first time. Good morning, Andrew. Thank you for having me. Great to have you. So you've been there for a, a year and a half. Is that about right? Just about. Officially started July of uh, last year, uh, 2021, and so now we're into January 23, so it's just a little over 18 months. Very good. And so you basically took over the seashore not that long after Sally. I mean, you were still in the recover from Sally mode, I assume. Is that right? Yes, sir, we were. We still have a few projects that are on that are uh, still in the works as a result of Sally, but I did. I came in after Hurricane Sally. So one of the things, I know one of the reasons that we wanted to talk with you today is uh, you're going to be doing a kind of a, I, I would tend to call it a town hall, but it's more of a virtual meeting coming up on Thursday that the public can participate in. Is that right? Yes, sir. We have a public meeting at 5 o'clock on Thursday um, to discuss our fire management program here at Gulf Islands National Seashore. We have a couple of prescribed burns scheduled uh, in the next couple of months here at Naval Live Oaks and Gulf Breeze, as well as our district uh, in Mississippi at the Davis Bayou District. And, you know, this is one of those things, and that is not the only place where there are burns. Obviously, there's burns up on Garson Point and elsewhere, but um, it's one of those things where people always seem to be caught off guard by it. And typically, when we see the smoke, we assume that's what's going on. Sometimes it's not. Is there any way, and I, I assume this is probably what you're going to talk about on Thursday, that you guys can give us just a little bit more advance notice? And I know sometimes conditions make it hard to tell because, you know, it's right up into the day when the wind and everything else. But um, I would love to be able to tell people in the morning, hey, there's going to be a prescribed burn today. Don't worry. It's not a big deal. You know what I mean? Absolutely, Andrew. We want to make sure that we get the message out to the public as soon as we can. There is uh, there are some driving factors as to whether we can have a prescribed burn or not. Mostly it's driven by weather, uh, but it's also driven by availability of resources, people, and equipment. Sure. If all that lines up, we sometimes have a couple of days, maybe three days of notice. Sometimes it's the day of or the day before. Either way, we will get that message out to you and others to say, hey, we're going to have a prescribed burn today or tomorrow, so people can feel... Uh, informed so they don't get caught off guard and surprised. Yeah, there, there's nothing quite like that feeling of looking up into the horizon and seeing a giant cloud of smoke and wondering, is that on purpose? <laughs> you know, because yes. we understand the role of the prescribed burn and it's very routine, but, you know, uh, when they're not, that's obviously, or when, and they do sometimes get out of hand, um, obviously we're trying to avoid that. But anyway, um, one of the things I wanted to ask you about is the ferry service and pardon me for not exactly knowing, I feel like I've not kept up the way I should. At one point, the ferry was obviously running out to Pensacola Beach, to the Sound Side, and then also running out to Fort Pickens. But by my recollection, it was kind of running intermittently out to the beach after the pier was repaired, but it has not been running to Fort Pickens. Am I right about that? That's correct, Andrew. The uh, ferry pier at Fort Pickens was damaged as a result of Hurricane Sally. That's one of the projects we currently have underway uh, to make long-term permanent repairs. But we did make some temporary repairs to the to the ferry pier. Uh, the ferry has been running from downtown Pensacola to Pensacola Beach for the vast majority of last season, which starts around March, ends around November. Uh, when Quiet Water Pier was damaged as a result of the crane, 
the ferry wasn't able to run to Pensacola Beach for a period of time. They will be running starting this season to Fort Pickens as well as Pensacola Beach. Lord willing, and the creek doesn't rise, they'll be able <laughs> to run the entire season without any disruption by weather. Okay, so the, so the um, uh, the dock at Fort Pickens is repaired or is functional, or what's the status of that? We made some temporary repairs late last summer uh, in order to make the pier functional for the ferry. Uh, a long-term repair is in the works with the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. That project is currently in planning and construction design. Uh, we hope to get that project underway sometime later this year and finish it up by the fall. But in the interim, the ferry will still be able to run to Fort Pickens. Oh, okay. That's fantastic. Um, obviously, this past weekend, we had a uh, basically a concern about flooding. And so I was not here in town, but my perception was that there was an anticipated high rate of rainfall late Friday night, and you guys announced that you were closing the park and, you know, campers had to leave, but then it didn't really manifest. Um, I, I don't know. It, at a distance, it seemed like maybe a little bit too cautionary, but you tell me what was going on. So we have, uh, there's been a lot of concerns with Fort Pickens Road. Uh, everybody that lives in the community has experienced that from Hurricane Ivan through today. Sure. The uh, coastal erosion, the environmental changes, and everything have put Fort Pickens Road at a greater risk today than they have than it has been in the past. Um, and unfortunately, weather is what weather is. You know, we don't really know exactly what's going to happen or what may or may not occur. However, we were in contact this last weekend, uh, leading into the weekend, with the National Weather Service, getting spot forecasts for Fort Pickens Road. The, based on the weather forecast for us, not the broader regional forecast, we were predicting nearshore waves of 7 to 8 feet. Really? Um, south winds greater than 20 miles an hour, uh, and then significant rainfall of 6 to 8 inches, and that was the prediction. Based on that prediction, we needed to take prudent measures to manage the road. If we have a weather event that ends up putting a lot of water on the roadway, either through tidal overwash or with rainfall, the road becomes impassable. We get 12 to 16 inches of water on the road and you can't get in and out of the campground. If there was a medical emergency or some dire need to get out or into the campground, you wouldn't be able to do that well or effectively with 16 inches of water on the road. So we have to uh, work a plan. We have a severe weather emergency action plan that we keep here at the park. It has a series of triggers in there. When the triggers are met, it causes us to undertake some specific management actions. In this case, two of the three triggers were met for the weekend. So in order to be prudent and be able to ensure that people can be safe and functional, we ended up having to close the road. Um, the weather did not manifest the way that it was predicted and in in essence, it caused us to have a road that could have been passable through the weekend and we wouldn't have had to evacuate the campground. But we didn't know that at the time that we made the decision. We made it on the best available information we had. Um, but we have a plan in place. We worked the plan. It takes out the ambiguity and the uncertainty of our decisions. But we have to ensure that the public is safe 
that our facilities and resources are safe and that our staff are safe. No, I, I really appreciate that answer because, you know, for example, I know some people will grumble, well, nothing bad happened. Well, do you remember Sally and Skanska? I mean, you know, you have to prepare for if things go the wrong way. You have to have that plan in place. And you can't both complain Skanska didn't move the barges and then do complain when Fort Pickens does close the campground. I mean, you can't have it both ways. But I also very much appreciate that answer in the sense that the weather that manifests on the mainland may not be the same as the weather that manifests on the island. And that you guys have to think about the vulnerability of Fort Pickens, particularly to overwash, flooding, and an outage, because that's the real key. It's not whether there's a lot of rain anywhere. It's whether that road becomes impassable. No, I I really appreciate that answer. Thank you uh, for clarifying that. Uh, Speaking of Fort Pickens Road, this has been a longstanding concern of mine because— the difficulty of repairing that road and the cost of repairing that road, I know, is an ongoing issue. Back, I don't know, gosh, now, like maybe six or seven years ago, we found out from then Superintendent Brown that the plan basically was to, the next time that road gets severely damaged, to abandon the road, to turn the campground from an RV-based into, um, you know, boat transport to the island what it would become effectively and then kind of a glamping situation when the secretary of the interior under president trump came in i had him on the show one time we talked with him about this he was horrified about that idea and said no 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 we will be committed to repairing and reopening that road we are of course under a new administration now with the new secretary of the interior so you tell me i don't know where we stand on this what is the current long-term plan for fort pickens road it's a great question, Andrew, and Fort Pickens Road has been a hot topic of discussion since Hurricane Ivan destroyed it back in 2004. The fundamental answer to that question is, is that we will maintain the road as long as it's economically impractical. Um, the, we have spent $50 million maintaining that road since Hurricane Ivan. Wow. Um, I can't speak to what the economic situation will be like or the political will will be like in the future. However, our interest is to maintain that road as it currently is for as long as we practically can. At some point in time, with climate change, sea level rise, and a lot of other factors that are affecting our coastlines around the United States, Fort Pickens Road may see in a situation where it's going to be very difficult, if not impossible, to maintain a road to the island, you know, on the island. Yeah. Um, no one knows exactly if that will happen or when that will happen. So right now what we are doing is we have undertaken a road feasibility study. We started it last April, and that study is to look at engineering options that when the road is lost, either in sections or in totality, and we're able to repair it, that we want to ensure that the repairs are as resilient as they can be to weather. So we may install things like uh, edging, uh, capping on the roads. We may use uh, erosion control measures. We may elevate it in certain places, like a a bridge kind of a concept. Uh, A variety of engineering options have been evaluated. We are in the process of developing an environmental assessment that will go out for public review this spring. Uh, Once that plan is completed, completed and we have a strategy moving forward, we want to make some long-term repairs to some certain sections of Fort Pickens Road that we know are vulnerable. Uh, That'll help us get prepared for the next event, the next Ivan that may occur. There's a section of Fort Pickens Road just prior to the life-saving station where the Gulf of Mexico is about 80 feet from the roadway. Wow. Uh, It's only about 
two and a half to three feet higher than the the Gulf of Mexico. So it's not a stretch of the imagination to understand that if Mother Nature chooses, she can place a lot of water over the road, wipe out a mile section of roadway that would prevent people from accessing Fort Pickens for a period of time. That's what we're trying to get prepared for. And so the planning is to help expedite the decisions that need to be made if and when we get another storm or if and when we lose a section or the entirety of the roadway. Well, that's, you know, I find that very encouraging because I remember when this was all about the time when the ferry was going in and the ferry was seen as the alternative. Like we, we can abandon the road because the ferry is in place and all of us thought, oh no, <laughs> that's a terrible plan. But what I hear you saying is that uh, allowing funding and allowing political will, that you're not just hoping and praying, you're really designing around preserving that road in the highest level of functionality pending circumstances that you can. And I appreciate that. It's a very proactive approach. So that's I, I find that to be very encouraging news. I know that I know that you can't promise <laughs> that this will always be true. And if you did, I would know you weren't a reliable resource, and obviously you are based on the way that you're telling me the information. So that's very helpful. Uh, well, Superintendent, uh, great stuff. I hope to have you back on again soon whenever you need to get a message out about what's going on. And then again, Thursday, we have this um, virtual meeting going on to talk about prescribed burns, and we'll put all that information out when we get a little bit closer to the day. But uh, Superintendent, uh, I know we haven't, it's, it's a year and a half late. It's a little bit weird to say it now, but welcome to Pensacola, and uh, thank you for spending some time with us this morning. I appreciate the work that you do to keep our park useful. Thank you, Andrew. I appreciate it. Thank you for letting me be on your show this morning for a little bit and talk a little bit about the park. Um, we look forward to having more conversations. Absolutely. 